We're reading in the writings of Bala Sulam the introduction to the book Panim Meirot Umasbirot. We're going to continue from item 7. Now you will understand their words that the Shekhinah in the lower ones is a high need. This is a most perplexing statement. Though it does go hand in hand with the above Midrash that compared the matter to a king who has a tower filled abundantly but no guests. It is certain that he sits and waits for guests or his whole preparation will be in vain. This is like a great king who had a son when he was already old, and he was very fond of him. Hence, from the day he was born, he thought favorable thoughts about him, collected all the books and the finest scholars in the land, and built schools for him. He gathered the finest builders in the land and built palaces of pleasure for him, collected all the musicians and singers and built concert halls for him. He assembled the best chefs and bakers in the land and served him every delicacy in the world and so forth. Alas, the boy grew up to be a fool with no wish of knowledge. He was also blind and could not see or feel the beauty of the buildings. And he was deaf and could not hear the singers. Sadly, he was diabetic and was permitted to eat only coarse flour bread, a rising contempt and worth. Now you can understand their words about the verse, I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. The Sanhedrin interpreted, not rewarded in its time, rewarded, I will hasten it. Thus, there are two ways to attain the above-mentioned goal through their own attention, which is called a path of repentance. If they are rewarded with it, I will hasten it. It will be applied to them. This means that there is no set time for it but when they are rewarded, the correction ends, of course. If they are not awarded the attention, there is another way called path of suffering. As our sages said, I place upon them a king as Haman, and they will repent against their will, meaning in its time. For in that, there is a set time, and they will want it. By this, they wanted to show us that his ways are not our ways. For this reason, the case of flesh and blood king, who had troubled so to prepare those great things for his beloved son, and was finally tormented in every way. And all his trouble was in vain, bringing contempt and worth will not happen to him. Instead, all the works of the Creator are guaranteed and true, and there is no fraud in him.
This is as our sages said, not rewarded in its time. What the will does not do, time will do. As it is written in Panim Meirot, end of branch one. Can you send forth lightning that he may go and say to you, here we are? There is a path of pain that can cleanse any defect and materialism until one realizes how to raise one's head out of the beastie throw in order to soar and climb the rungs of the ladder of happiness and human success. For one will cleave to one's root and complete the aim. Questions? No questions. Meaning, everything's clear. So, what do we do? Let's continue. Ah, there are questions. PT7. Good morning, love. What does it mean to be rewarded with attention? That you'll have connection and you'll understand and feel because it's attention. Uh, what it's all about. What do the Creator, the Torah, turn to you with, address you with? PT 19. Good morning, love, friends. There's this term here, you'll understand. I am the Lord. And if they weren't rewarded at its time. It's like uh, the lottery. What does it mean they won or they rewarded or what does it depend on? It depends on either you scrutinize all these things on the way yourself and shorten the path or you wait for the suffering to come to you and force you. It depends on me if I was rewarded or not. It depends on you, so it says. Why does it depend on me? Because the Creator has given you an opportunity with all the parameters that He created you in, with with the goal that He set for you. It's either by your own effort that you try to connect to others and ask the Creator to give you connection with them and that way to achieve your spiritual states, the correction of your soul, or you don't want it. And you're waiting until the forces of nature will force you. And that's called beito. So how do I really hasten it, but truly? I want to ask you something. We're doing a lot of work. I'm not trying to show off. We're all working. But we don't see that it's hastening. We don't see that something's shortening from 30 years to a year and a half. Somewhere it says five years. Somewhere I don't know what to do. Really don't. We need to try and connect with each other and demand of the Creator to strengthen our connection so much so that in that connection He Himself will be revealed. And that's it. There's nothing else to do but to connect between us and ask the Creator to strengthen 
strengthen our connection so much so that he will be able to reveal himself in it. And that's called a This is the problem that the entire world is facing, the whole of mankind. And from one day to the next, you need to see how in this world are revealed forces and states that are the opposite of connection. And that's in order to force us to think, how do we come closer to the connection? And what we see, it becomes worse from day to day. Look at the world. And things are going to get even worse until we will ask the Creator for Him to correct us, for Him to do it. And we on our part need to make an effort in that direction to at least somehow come closer to each other. It's something that we need to do. So what's preventing us from doing it? Like you're saying, we have to do it and we don't do it. So we have the group of Bnei that as if, as if wants to connect, then they need to make an effort and discover to what measure can it or can't it, and then it will exactly be positioned in the place where it will see that suppose it can't, and then it cries out to the Creator, and the Creator helps, but we're not even reaching a state where we reach the boundary. So what's the problem? Why? What's the problem? Ask yourself. I'm asking you. Where do you see a problem? Maybe we'll solve it once and for all. In each of us, there's laziness that a person does not want to force himself, curse himself to take steps measures to connect to the other person. We need to shut our eyes and to really do it without taking the disturbances and wise ideas that each of us has. Who does it depend on, me or the Creator? Only you. Only me? Yeah. Yeah. Can I also ask What's considered revelation of the Creator in the minimum degree in the ten? Mm, How to put it? That a person starts feeling that there's an upper force that dwells upon everyone and that he's gathering us, expecting for us to aspire for even, for an even greater connection. And that we really start feeling his presence. That it's as something that fulfills us. Right? Do we have a vessel to even check or compare the matter of Achishena? Or is it only work above reason? We don't and we don't need it. We don't and we don't need it. We simply need to yearn endlessly, as much as we can. In an unlimited fashion, that's what we need to do. 
and it's all ahead of us, really. This is what's ahead of us, and we need to aspire for it. Thank you. So that's the test of working in Lishma? Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Besides that, there's nothing. This is the only thing that the Creator is demanding of us. And if we do it, then He too will keep His part. He'll reveal Himself in it and will start gathering us. Thank you, love. Rav, we see how lately in the world there's a lot of climate changes, blows, things that they said they'll happen 20 years from now, it's happening today, it's not waiting for 20 years. When you look around at humanity, you see that even simple things that have nothing to do with connection are things that they can do to benefit themselves they're not doing. So, what, after our dissemination, they'll understand they need connection? Because even these trivial corporeal things they're not doing to help themselves. It's very strange what's happening lately. We need to see those things that are related to us that we need to correct. And we needn't intermingle with the business of the world. But when we will reach spirituality, then we'll be able to connect them too and help them practically. Whereas now, the only thing we can do is in our free time to go out and publicize the method of correction. That's it. And so obviously the world's suffering and will suffer even more also as Balasulam writes. What do you think? Third and fourth world wars that are ahead of us are better than what we have now. It's multiplied by I don't know how much worse. And we need to see these things as bound to happen. The Creator, He is not going to relinquish His law of to do, to benefit His created beings through the correction of man. We need to understand it and accept this seriously. And here, no one can be saved, but only the only thing we can do is help each other to be saved, only mutually. There's a feeling of, I don't know, like, like this stupidity in the world. As if the world sees that it's on the edge, the edge of the cliff, but they're still going as if nothing happened. What can awaken them? What can change this? We. We need to nonetheless wake up, get ourselves together, shake off this slumber, the stupidity, and perform the correct actions, and then for sure the world will approach us and follow us. Let's continue to do Let's continue. We're in item eight.
Therefore, come and see how grateful we should be to our teachers who impart us their sacred lights and dedicate their souls to do good to our souls. They stand in the middle between the path of harsh torments and the path of repentance. They save us from the netherworld which is harder than death, and accustom us to reach the heavenly pleasures, the sublime gentleness and the pleasantness that is our share, ready and waiting for us from the very beginning, as we have said above. Each of them operates in generation, in his generation, according to the power of the light of his teaching and sanctity. Our sages have already said, you have not a generation without Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. On their part, they are willing to do everything in order to save humanity and bring it closer to the end of correction. Indeed, that godly man, Rav Yitzchak Luria, Viri, troubled and provided us the fullest measure he did wondrously more than his predecessors, and if I had a tongue that praises, I would praise that day when his wisdom appeared almost as the day when the Torah was given to Israel. There are not enough words to measure his holy work in our favor. The doors of attainment were locked and bolted, and he came and opened them for us. Thus, all who wish to enter the king's palace need only purity and sanctity and to go and bathe and shave their hair and wear clean clothes to properly stand before the upper kingship. You find a 38-year-old who subdued with his wisdom all his predecessors through the Geonim and through all times. All the elders of the land, the gallant shepherds, friends and disciples of the godly sage, the Ramak, stood before him as disciples before the Rav. All the sages of generations following them to this day, none missing, have abandoned all the books and compositions that precede him, the Kabbalah of the Ramak and the Kabbalah of the Rishonim, the Kabbalah of the Geonim, Blessed be the memory of all of them. They have attached their spiritual life entirely and solely to His holy wisdom. Naturally, it is not without merit that a total victory is awarded as this young in years father of wisdom has. Alas, Satan's work succeeded and obstacles were placed along the path of expansion of his wisdom into a holy nation, 
and only very few have begun to conquer them. This was so primarily because the words were written by hearsay, and as he had interpreted the wisdom day to day before his disciples, who were already elderly, and with great proficiency, the Zal and the Tikkunim, the corrections. In most cases, his holy sayings were arranged according to the profound questions that they asked, each according to his own interest. For this reason, they did not convey the wisdom in a proper order, as with compositions that preceded him. We find in the text of the Ari himself, had a wish to put order in this issue. In that regard, see the beginning of the words of Rashid being the inter- in the interpretation to the Idr Zuta and a short introduction by Rav Chaim Vital. There is also the short time of his teaching since the entire time of his seminary was some 17 months. As is said in the Gate of Reincarnations, Gate 8, since he arrived in Sfat from Egypt shortly before Passover in the year 1571. And at that time, Rav Chaim Vital was 29 years old. And in July 1572, on the eve of Shabbat, Parashat Matot Masa'ei, in the beginning of the month of Av, he fell ill. And on Tuesday, 5th of Av, the following week, he passed away. It is also written in the Gate of Reincarnations, Gate 8, that upon his demise, he ordered Rav Chaim Vital not to teach the wisdom to others and permitted him to learn only by himself and in a whisper. The rest of the friends were forbidden to engage in it altogether because he said that they did not understand the wisdom properly. This is why Rav Chaim Vital did not arrange the text at all and left them unorganized. Naturally, Actually, he did not explain the connections between the matters, so it would not be as teaching others. This is why we find such a great caution on his part, as it is known to those proficient in the writings of the Ari. The the arrangements found in the writings of the Ari were arranged and organized by a third generation three times and by three compilers. The first compiler was the sage Maharit Semach. He lived in the same time of Maharaz Ulai, who passed away in the year 1644. A large portion of the text came by him, and he complied many books from them. The most important among them is the book Adam Yeshar, in which he collected the root and the essential teachings which that were at his disposal. However, some of the books that this love compiled were lost in the introduction to his book. The second compiler is his disciple Maharam Papari. She did more than his rabs in some of the books that were held by the sage Maharash Vital came by his hands. He compiled many books. The most important of them is the book Etzchaim, the Tree of Life, and Pri Etzchaim, Fruit of the Tree of Life. 
they contain the entire scope of the wisdom in its fullest sense. The third compiler was the Marash Vital, son of Chaim Vital. He was a great renowned sage who compiled the famous eight gates from the parimony his father left him. Thus we see that each of the compilers did not have the complete writings. This heavenly burden, the arrangement of the issues, which are un- unsuitable for those without true proficiency in the Zohar and the Tikkunim. Hence, few are those who ascend. So he said that the the wisdom was, uh, it's not clear what he wrote here for the, for others not to teach, for the, for Rabbi Chaim Vital not to teach others. That they didn't understand it, so they couldn't pass it onward. It was also due to that special time, that in all times, the souls that come down to this world and clothe in bodies of this world, so they have differences. Every generation and its souls, as we say. And in your opinion today, we do understand what Dari meant? I'm going according what I got from Rabash. You see, I have, um, I don't understand much, I don't attain much, but what I got from him, that's what I want to remain in. That's it. That's what I pass to you. No, you're doing things fine. We're the ones who don't get it, so maybe there's some kind of problem. You get it. You don't say that. You're advancing and you need more time and more efforts. The main thing is the connection between us because all of the spiritual perception depends on as much as we're connected between us, not our minds and not each one's feelings separately, but as much as we connect our minds and feelings together, everybody's into one head and one heart. By that, we attain what they wrote, the Kabbalists. So, Time will do what needs to be done. No, completely not. We're already at a time that it won't do its thing. We will do our thing, and by that, we'll cause all the changes. And then they'll understand. Everyone will understand. I'm not adding words like you. I hear what they say, the Kabbalists, and that's how I absorb it. You always want to add something of yourself. No, I mean, is it suitable? Are the times today suitable for reaching the end of Korea? Haifa 3. He's talking about the inability to pass the wisdom of Kabbalah on to others. Now, it says that we always need to expect salvation. And maybe now we're on the verge of a serious leap in our dissemination. My question is, what can we do in order to adjust our message for the unity of the nation and humanity altogether for the public to be able to hear our message and that we will be able to reach positions in which we can make a difference, influence. I think we need to give a dissemination blow. 
of the wisdom of Kabbalah, the wisdom of connection, the remedy to all of humanity against wars, against this breakage that we see in everything. We're at a time that we can get the remedy before the blow. That's what we need to explain to humanity. Not to scare them with a third and fourth world war and so on, but to simply explain that we have a practical, correct means that with it we can, we can implement this. Maybe they will, they will be willing to accept our message in a good way, that they'll be willing to hear that the solution is unity. We need to try to do it, and the rest, the Creator will finish the work for us. PT3. No, Niv. What's up with Niv? Probably there's some kind of problem, technical problem. Okay, so, Dudi, let's keep going. No, So, the question is, how does it happen that comes a genius like the Ari and 500 years and it takes another 500 years in order to arrange his writings why was time stretched and spread out in such a way that depends on the development of the next stage of the coming of the souls, that they all come, like in the Sfirot you have, the differences between the Sfirot, each and every Sfirot is the opposite from its adjacent one above it, and opposite from the adjacent one below. Each Sfirot is like something completely new, a new world according to its character, according to its intensity, according to everything in her. That's why sometimes we see that there are periods of a thousand, a thousand five hundred, two thousand years, and supposedly nothing happens. And then in a different period, you suddenly have many, many changes that are very close. So that's not determined by us, but that's the spiritual nature that we will attain, and then we'll understand why it's like that. We won't have any complaints about it, but just we'll see that this is how it's all working again like clockwork, according to nature. I think we should keep going, Dudi. Okay, so let's keep on reading item 9. In return for that, we are privileged by him to have been rewarded with the spirit of the Baal Shem Tov, whose greatness and sanctity are beyond any word and any utterance. He was not gazed upon and will not be gazed upon except by those worthy 
that have served under his light, and they too, only intermittently, each according to what he received in his heart. This is what Bala Sulam writes us, that we were rewarded, that was already in, um, it was closer to us 200 years ago that we were rewarded with um, a very great Kabbalist called Baal Shem Tov. Not everybody accepts him, not everybody mentions him, not everybody studies him. He hardly wrote anything on his own. He just simply anywhere he used to go and give a speech so he used to just publish the wisdom of Kabbalah advertise it that's why today there are so many students and Kabbalists that came from that period of Baal Shem Tov till this day his method is the foundation of the wisdom of Kabbalah that is developing in our days, yes? It is true that the light of his Torah and holy wisdom are built primarily on the holy foundations of the Ari. However, they're not at all similar. I shall explain this with an allegory of a person drowning in the river rising and sinking as drowning people do. Sometimes only the hair is visible, and then a council is sought to catch him by his head. Other times his body appears as well, and then a council is sought to catch him from opposite his heart. So is the matter before us, after Israel has drowned in the evil waters of the exile among the nations since then until now, they rise and fall, and not all times are the same. At the time of the Ari, only the head was visible, hence Dari had troubled in our favor to save us through the mind. At the time of the Baal Shem Tov, there was relief. Hence, it was a blessing for us to save us from opposite the heart. And that was a great and true salvation for us. And for our many sins, the wheel has been turned over again in our generation, and we have declined tremendously, as though from the zenith to the nadir. In addition, there is the collision of the nations which has confused the entire world. The needs have increased, and the mind grew short and corrupted in the filth of materialism, which apprehends the lead. Servants ride horses, and ministers walk on the earth, and everything that is said in our study in the above-mentioned Masechet Sutta has come true in us for our many sins. Again, the iron wall has been erected even on this great light, the Baal Shem Tov, which we have said illuminated as far as the establishment of our complete redemption. And the wise at heart did not believe in the possibility that a generation would come when they could not see by his light. 
Now our eyes have darkened. We have been robbed of good, and when I saw this, I said, it is time to act. Thus I have come to open widely the gates of light of the Ari, for he is indeed capable and fit for our generation too, and two are better than one. What's he trying to say? After many years, we had a man, very great, a Kabbalist who is very important, called Habal Shem Tov. He interpreted the wisdom of Kabbalah and he spoke about it a lot, even though he almost wrote nothing of himself. That's why we don't really have his actual words. But what he revealed, he told it to people in his generation. He talked a lot. And whoever accepted his method remain the Kabbalist till today. That's his method. That's it. Afterwards, after Baal Shem Tov, more Kabbalists came, especially in Eastern Europe, and they continued the wisdom of Kabbalah among them also Bala Sulam that entirely based himself on the Kabbalah of the Ari and Baal Shem Tov. The Ari was speaking about the structure of the upper worlds and Baal Shem Tov spoke about man's work in order to attain the upper worlds. So what he says that two are better than one. That we, in such a way, we need to grab the both of them, Bala Sulam and Baal Shem Tov, and in this way, we need to come closer to revelation of the Creator. That's actually, Bala Sulam passes it all to us in his writings. Turkey 1. Thank you, Rob. My friend is asking, how do we see that we are making progress in adhesion with the Creator? According to the true adhesion between us, we can more or less see if we're advancing ahead and coming closer. According to the prayer, the deficiency that we're rising from the connection between us to the Creator, we can see how we advance. That's it. PT9. He gives the beautiful example of a person drowning in the river and according to what floats, the part that floats, you try to grab him and get him out. Thari says, try to save us through the head and Baal Shem Tov through the heart. How can we use these principles? How can we save people in our time? We need to use both the heart and the head. But obviously the head, the heart is the main part. 
That's why when we speak about the connection between us and the connection between us and that that's what we need to raise. And the whole matter of building the world and Sfirot and Partsufim and everything Bala Sulam talks about in the study of the Ten Sfirot that's not so important to us because we'll attain it. We will attain it. The main thing is the connection between us. In order to perform this attainment and make it tangible, and not in our minds, but in our feelings, in our the vessels between us. There's like a feeling that in our time, you know, a person's completely drowned. You don't see the head or the heart that the people, especially among Israel. No, we're still coming closer to spirituality according to the heart because our desires are big, emphasized. Our ego is big and outstanding and it, we can be connected between us and conduct the connections between us more. Kiev 3. These two, the two ways of in due time and in hastening, so, suppose these are two ways that can be related to a person, a nation, a ten. If people don't connect between them, they can't draw the Creator in there to bestow upon them because they're not about to annul their egos one towards the other. They aren't trying to reach the love of the created beings and then the love of the Creator. That's why if they're not coming close between them, they're not nearing the Creator. And then it is impossible to reach the goal. That's why we first have to connect between us and then to the Creator. The goal obviously has to be that we reach the complete connection from between us to the Creator, but the stages of implementing it should be first connection between us, but also for that we need the Creator. But where does that connection, where is it expressed? Between us. And afterwards... We connect or we reveal the Creator in the connection between us. Actually, all the work, it turns out that it's in the connection between us. All the work. And also, look, as much as the this whole process that humanity is going through, it always scrutinizes the connection between humans, types of connections closeness, further farness, and it's continuing for thousands of years, but we're all only in this. 
meaning in order to scrutinize that it's the main thing, that the connection between humans, that is the main part. And even before us, many stages that we will feel resistance in it, resistance from nature, and will want to uplift above it and still be in connection. Otherwise, humanity won't be able to reach corrections, meaning they'll reach corrections, but in very, very difficult forms. It's just impossible. Against our nature, you can't go against our nature. We need the help of the Creator. That's why to connect and to constantly cry out to Him, to help us connect the fact that we're crying to him, nothing will help. But to cry in order to connect, that will help. But from what we read here, humanity is advancing in due time or in haste, but who decides or... Only nature, the upper force, the general nature, that's it. Uh, there's no one who can do this. Call it creator. I mean, this is my question. Who can look at it and say, evaluate that now the shattering is happening by way of hastening or by way of time? Meaning there needs to be a Kabbalist that sees broadly enough that his attainment is strong enough in order for him to be able to evaluate the situation of mankind. Towards humanity, we can say that humanity is advancing in Beitel at its time, that they're not doing anything in order to advance correctly or quickly towards the right goal. But let's say we as a group from all of humanity were coming closer to that goal in a different way. That we, from day to day, want to connect more. We're speaking about it more. We need to organize more prayers to the Creator to help us. Please, requests. And in such a way, we will hasten our development. Otherwise, before us, there will really be a third world war. Dudi, you're not done yet. Uh, you just said that if we look at humanity all throughout history, we'll always see how they scrutinize the connection, the types of connection between people. This is the constant discourse. Yes, only that. We're not aware as much as we throughout our whole life. A man with himself, a man in family, in his small society, in his village, his city, his country, and the connection between countries, it's all revolving towards Gmar Tikkun, only on, in an unpleasant manner. Not a good way. 
that we can participate in this, mix in this, and change it to a short, quick, convenient advancement. How is the scrutiny of the connection between people, how is it expressed today as opposed to other periods in time? As much as we're coming closer to Gemal Tikkun, these actions are becoming more scrutinized. Now we enter the last stage that it's clear to us and to all people we can explain where we are. Why can we explain it to the whole world? that this last stage is destined for disseminating the wisdom of Kabbalah because we can, all people in the world, we can participate in this, be part of this, and cause to help speed it up. In item 10, in item 8, he says that we need to be grateful to all the Kabbalists that stand on the path between repentance and the path of suffering. How do we, how can we thank them for what they're doing? For them, what do you think? A person, if he dies physically, so he's dead. There's no death. It's something strange altogether in spirituality that there's such a thing. No, there isn't. That's why we, when we keep the words of Bala Sulam and study him and want to do what he wrote, so we're together with him, with that energy, with that soul. Where are we with Bala Sulam? Where are we in contact with him? When we read, when we study, when we want to keep it, or even when we're speaking about wanting to keep his words. The fact that we read him, this is already called a high intention. Yes, yes, of course. On the still degree, which is very late, like vague, but still we're in contact. He says that we need to thank all Kabbalists throughout history. We're connected to the entire network of Kabbalists. Since we're drawn to the Creator, according to the connection, correction of the will to receive, we're in contact with all the Kabbalists, in contact, and they're standing behind us, and we are the generation that came after them as their children. We're connected to them, or it's all through you, through the teacher? No, not only through me. Not only through me. You are in actual connection with them. We will discover this soon. What it means, all this general soul, and how we're connected to all these parts that are with the Creator in contact or not yet, and so on. We'll discover this. This is all in all the Shekhinah. Okay, right? We should not be blamed for the brevity in my composition. 
since it corresponds and is adapted to any wisdom lover as too much wine wears off the flavor and the attainment becomes harder on the disciple. Also, we're not responsible for those fat at heart since the language to assist them has yet to be created. Wherever they cast their eyes, they find foley. And there is a rule that from the same source from which the wise draws his wisdom, the fool draws his foley. Thus, I stand at the outset of my book and warn that I have not troubled at all for all those who love to look through the windows. Rather, it is for those who care for the words of the Creator, who long for the Creator and His goodness, to complete the purpose for which they were created. For by the will of the Creator, the verse, all who seek me shall find me, will come true in them. Yeah, everyone who is drawn after Bara Sulam will eventually find the Creator and discover everything. And we will also try to reach it. Kiev 3. Completely technical question. In dissemination, there's such roles, suppose, uh, creating video content. For that, you need a video editor. Could it be someone from the outside world or does the video editor necessarily need to be someone from the world? Thank you. So what will you work for you for? No, I don't know. Suppose I asked uh, a relative of mine. I don't know. I don't know. You also know what exactly that role is and as much as going to enter the whole matter of the texts and everything. I don't know. I think that the best is that people who work for us are people that belong to our spiritual work. At least this is what we have here in our center. Sometimes we have no choice and we accept for some certain role, only technical. We'll ask for somebody on the outside to do it, but I'm not, I don't know, ask um, ask Mushi or um, I don't know who's taking care of all that, but usually I don't think it's good. Question about the Congress, if I may. Is there any value to describe that you're with your tent at the Congress? Because I was at work and I felt everything that was happening in the Congress. I had a friend from my Rav. It could be that it's affecting you in such a way. I see all our friends that were there in the Congress, that they were all my representatives. I didn't feel that I was lacking that. I didn't feel that. And really, it's... I want to say thank you to all the organizers and let's hope that 
the next Congress that is coming towards us in the the Northern European Congress, that it will also take place and be even better than what we had in Baltia. And every Congress, more and more. Again, I want to thank all those who organized it and all those who participate in it. And I really enjoyed seeing as much as we're advancing. And I already see that the organizers of the next Congress, I guess, right, of Northern Europe, they're already here with us. And what? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dudi? The same. Let's end the lesson. So we have a meeting during the day, right? Yeah, starting today, Monday, 25th of July, the afternoon letter uh, lessons will start at 12 p.m. Israel time and will end at 1. And our broadcast schedule for today, 10 o'clock, Women in History, recorded show with Dr. Michael. Leitman. Then we have the Raiders meeting and at 12 the lesson. So, thank you very much and see you at 12. Behind the curtains of the story told Behind the faces of the meek and bold Above the good and bad, the right and wrong There's hope for a brighter dawn We've learned to breathe without a breath of air We've learned to run on roads that lead nowhere Now is the time for us to rise above And learn what it is to love We open our hearts Together we will find And we'll see that love Can cover all the crimes